0: In this podcast, we are going to discuss postponing disciplinary hearings, and in particular, where the employee's chosen companion is unavailable. So to begin with, we will give an overview of what the law says about the right to be accompanied at a disciplinary. It's an interesting right because it's quite separate in many ways from the rest of employment law. It's set out in Section 10 of the Employment Relations Act 1999. And that says, where a worker is invited by the employer to attend a disciplinary hearing, they can make a reasonable request to be accompanied at the hearing, and their companion can either be a fellow worker or trade union official. So essentially, they have the right to be represented at a disciplinary hearing. If the employee's chosen companion isn't available on the date that the employer has scheduled the hearing then what obligation does an employer have under Section 10 to postpone the hearing? There is a specific provision that deals with that. If the employee or the worker has a chosen representative, and that representative isn't available on the date the employer has chosen, then they do have a right to postpone it. But crucially, they have to give an alternative date. They can't just say, that date isn't convenient to come up with something else they have to actually propose another date to the employer. That date has to be reasonable, and it has to fall within a period of five working days, beginning with the day that was proposed by the employer. In a recent case, Smith against Talon Engineering Limited, Miss Smith was a relatively senior employee with Talon, and she was communicating with someone that she had a long-standing personal relationship with, but was also a supplier. So there was a business relationship which ov- obviously over the years had grown and had a level of personal familiarity as well. And in the course of that correspondence that she had she made a number of remarks including insults about colleagues. I apologize for the vulgar language I'm about to use but I think it's important that people know exactly what was said. She did actually refer to one colleague as being a knob and a knobhead. And that was the most serious sort of level of insult that was suggested the employer took this very seriously and regarded it as potentially gross misconduct and potentially a breach of their bullying procedure they were also concerned about what she then did with those emails because there was an allegation that she deleted the emails that were relevant to the investigation that was carried out and eventually she was dismissed In the disciplinary proceedings, she was originally invited to come to a disciplinary hearing on the 5th of September, and she was ill. And the employer agreed to postpone the disciplinary hearing. They set a new date of the 29th of September, but her chosen union representative was away at a conference. And so the union rep wrote to the employer and responded by suggesting other dates that they could make. They gave a range of dates in October. The way the employer looked at it... They thought, well, we've already postponed this once because she was off sick. We're not prepared to postpone it again. Miss Smith then said that if her representative wasn't coming, she wasn't going to come to the hearing and the employer decided to proceed with the hearing in her absence. The tri- tribunal said that the dismissal was unfair. They focused on the is- issue of postponement and they focused on two things. First was that they... First was that they said a reasonable employer would have agreed to that postponement. It was a relatively short postponement, they gave very clear dates when they would be prepared to go ahead, and the tribunal felt that a reasonable employer would have agreed to that. And secondly, they probably took this as being a more important point, that the employer had then gone ahead and conducted the hearing in her absence and they said that there are only limited circumstances in which it would be fair to conduct a disciplinary hearing in the employee's absence. The case went to appeal, and the employer's appeal was unsuccessful. During the appeal, the employer raised the points that the tribunal didn't look at Section 10 or the ACAS code, which both specify five days. The Employment Tribunal rejected the argument, and what they said was, These are two separate rights. The fact that an employer has complied in a sense with Section 10, there was no breach of the right to be accompanied per se, doesn't tell you what they've done is reasonable in all the circumstances. I think where an employer might be more justified in refusing a postponement is if you're just getting a blanket refusal from the employee or the representative saying, no, we can't make that, and no counterproposal or the counter-proposal is set so far in the future that the employee feels it really can't wait any longer. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you joining us next time.